Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online high performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior. Because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a die in business. So take off those boxing gloves, stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit, and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Confident Close Her podcast. So I'm going to talk about something I'm pretty passionate about today um, on the podcast, which is really... Um, you know, eliminating client codependency and empowering your clients to be independent inside of your group programs. Um, I mean, obviously, this could apply to any sort of, um, you know, program, rather it's one on one, or, you know, it's a group program. But really, the idea my specialty is, you know, open rolling, long, long term, high end, um, high ticket group programs. That's my specialty. That's my expertise. Um, part of what I do is I run these kind of, uh, programs in my own company. My, I help my clients set these up and they run these inside of their companies. And then I also have a a second side of my company, um, where multi, where I work with just seven, multiple seven and eight figure business owners who run also these high end, um, programs and containers. And, um, what I do for them is we really look at, um, the sellers, their sales process, and how they are designing and delivering their group programs so that as sellers enroll clients into these programs, they're having good experiences, uh, ultimately exceptional experiences. Um, and they're they're uh, having success and they're having progress and they're meeting all of these marks inside of our programs that we want our clients to have. And so I spend a great deal of my day, every day in my life, um, really looking at how we can improve, um, you know, client progress, client results, client experience um, inside of the programs that we are creating for people and the programs that we have sellers and and sales teams like selling for us, right? Um, It all trickles together and creates this full circle experience. And so what I wanted to cover today um, is is really looking at how we can uh, eliminate Uh, client codependency inside of our programs and how we can really empower our clients to be more independent and have not only a better experience, but also get phenomenal results in our programs. And one thing I want to say about the client codependency, you know, this is a thing. Um, This is a thing inside these big programs where there's a lot of people. Um, Most of the people that come to me work really, 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 really hard and, and they work a lot when they have long-term open rolling programs that have 15, 20, 30, 40, up to like 100 or 200 people in them, depending on their stage of business. Some of my clients have hundreds of people in these programs. Um, and, and, and some of them are scaling you know, from 20, 30, 40, or 50 in these programs, and they want to go to hundreds. And the biggest thing that 
comes up for my clients when they are scaling at this capacity inside of these types of programs is like, well, I'm going to have to work really, really, really hard. I'm going to have to put in more hours. I'm going to need to create some more stuff. I'm going to have to be live more, available more. My clients are going to have to have more access to me. Um, You know, the calls inside of the program are going to go longer because there's more clients. And basically, there's this idea that the more people you have in the program, ultimately, the more you're going to have to work, the more you're going to need to be available, the more you're going to have to create the more time it's going to take you to fulfill and deliver. And the bottom line with this is absolutely that can be true. And absolutely that cannot be true. It is ultimately 100% down and determined by how you design and deliver your program and then who you put in it. And so this this is a concept that, is, is new for a lot of people because typically we don't think this deep in our programs. We don't think about all of these, you know, nuances when we are creating these spaces. We're just really excited to create the space, launch it to the world, fill it with awesome humans and like make money, make an impact and that's it, right? We don't really think about um, the importance of the way we're designing the programs and then the way we deliver them to our clients. And then also, who are the people that you're bringing in the programs? I have a really big rule of thumb in my company and it's called proper placement. And what that means is that if you don't meet certain criteria and certain expectations that I believe personally as a human being are the characteristics and the criteria that my best clients have, um, they get them the results, then you don't qualify for my programs. And 99.99999% of business owners have poor qualification processes in place. And, you know, it really, really starts here because one bad egg can take down it can spoil the whole batch. <laughs> One bad egg can spoil the whole batch. Um, I've been running group programs that are 12 months, open rolling. I've had 50, 60, 75 clients across my programs all at one time. I've got currently about 40-ish, 50 that I'm working with right now. And I'm just going to tell you that the success inside of these programs and the experience and how hard you do or do not have to work is, is really very heavy on the responsibility side of who you bring into the spaces. And so I just want to really talk for a second about the type of people that you're bringing into the program, because that's what really determines how hard you have to work or your team, if you have your team in there. And it also impacts the experience, the culture and the space within the program for your other clients. So um, I think that, you know, when we think about qualifying our leads, we think things like, Hey, do you have the problem that I solve? Awesome. Um, okay, do you have the money to invest? Awesome. Like, come join the program. And that's not qualifying. That is two very tiny, very tiny uh, elements or components to a proper qualification process. It is only very minute. They're not even really the 
the most important things. Um, the most important elements and criteria that we look for when we are deciding, should this human being enter the space that I have my current clients in? Like number one, are they going to be healthy? Are they going to be toxic? Like, is this a good person, a human being that I am going to put in a room right now with my clients who trust me and that I take very well care of? And that is first and foremost, the most important thing to me because I'm a mama bear with my clients. Um, I'm not going to bring someone in that's going to be toxic and unhealthy or that's going to come in and be a negative Nancy and bitch whine and complain every day and, and ruin the energy for my clients and the experience that they're having when we get in these rooms together. Um, the other part that I really like to look at too is like, okay, so if you have the problem that, you know, we solve, um, and you have the money to join the program. Do you really want to solve the program? Who are you? What are you doing already? Like, what sorts of things have you tried? What are you already doing? Um, tell me how you make decisions. Tell me how you lead in your life. If you're a mom, tell me how you how, how you you show up as a mother. What do you do in your free time? What are your values? What's really important to you? How do you handle uh, stress? How do you handle overwhelm? Um, what do you do when something you're doing isn't working? or it's not working fast enough for you, um, or it totally flops. How do you handle that? What do you, how do you make decisions, right? Um, what have you invested in before? What was the last thing you invested in? And what was your experience with that? And then tell me why. Good, bad, right, wrong, what was it? Like, talk to me about who you are as a human being. Um, this is far more important to me. I could care less where you live, where you're from, what you grew up with. I don't care what color your hair is, how many kids you have. The thing that's important to me is who you are as a person. Um, I don't want you in my programs. If you're a complainer, an excuse maker, a negative Nancy, you're someone who blames everybody and everything for your situation. Um, you say you want something, but then you don't do anything to get there. Or you give up after two tries and then you're complaining at somebody else. Like We don't bring these types of folks in my programs. My women are bosses. Like These women are badass. And that is due to turning away a lot of people from our programs be through qualifying people and having a vigorous qualification process. Um, you're going to go through the hoops or you're not getting in our programs. Um, and that's the bottom line. And I do this because number one, I want to protect my current clients. Number two, I want to protect my own energy in my own space. Right. And number three, I want every one of my clients to have an exceptional experience and I want them to win. Right. So you need to already be doing things. You need to be behaving a certain way. You need to behave a certain way. Um, you need to already be doing certain things. You need to have um, a positive, abundant, um, good outlook and mindset on opportunity and possibility. You need to believe in yourself. You need to trust yourself. You need to be uh, you need to have good qualities and values, right? Like you should appreciate and value time, right? Time is our greatest asset. Uh, don't waste my time. Don't abuse my time. Don't take advantage of my time. Um, you don't do that to yourself, right? Like you have certain business acumen and you you're generally in your personal life, in your business, you're a good human being, right? You, you operate from integrity, authenticity. You're genuine. You're compassionate. 
um, you know, you're also a badass. You, you aren't afraid to get your hands dirty, roll your sleeves up and get shit done that needs to be done to get the results. Like you're not afraid to do those things. Um, you're independent, right? You're not, you're not codependent. You don't, uh, rely on someone else or something else to do things for you. You don't wait for permission to move on something, right? Um, you don't need to procrastinate for five years about something. You don't need to see, see and read a sales page 7,000 times before you can make a decision. I don't need to get on a sales call and talk to you for hours upon hours upon hours and go round and round in circles because you can't get out of your own way and make a decision, right? Like these are women, like these are not the types of women we work with. And these are things that through our qualification process, we are identifying along the way through conversation, through asking questions, really good ones, and through application. And I think that, um, you know, and, and also like video trainings, right? Like go watch this. This is how we help our clients. You go watch that. If that speaks to you, if that lights you up, if that tickles your fancy, come back and let's talk about it. Like if not, that's good too, right? Like we're not chasing people around and begging, negotiating to get people in our programs. And then we have to drag their ass around to get them to show up for themselves. Like we're, th- that's not the type of woman we work with. The women we work with are already showing up for themselves. They're already betting on themselves. They're already doing the things. And they just want to be in a room with with other powerful entrepreneurs and business owners who are also doing really big things and have a good energy and and, and can contribute, right? They receive, they contribute. It's a win-win for everybody. And no one is the smartest person in the room. Everybody stands to gain. And everyone is getting something from someone and giving something to someone. And so I think that when you're thinking about your programs, it's so much deeper than what are we going to help them do? And like, great, cool. What's the price? Let's go find the peeps. Like, it's so much bigger and deeper than that. Like, who the fuck are you bringing in these programs? Like, proper placement is number one. And it is also the number one reason for broke people. It is why people are broke and cannot sell their programs or their offers because you're putting things in front of people that have no interest, do not value, don't appreciate, they don't respect, and they don't give a damn to get up and do the things to get those results. So obviously you get objections or whatever. So I think that first and foremost, we need to understand the importance of qualifying. You know, something I hear in the, in the service, mostly like the coaching space, I hear this a lot from people that call themselves influencers and leaders and all of these things, right? And I, I'm not shaming anybody. I just disagree. And that's my right. Um, you know, we hear this thing like, you're a grown ass person. You are an adult Um, you know, if if you're going to sign up for the program, then you should know it's for you. And, you know, I, I, I agree and I disagree. I agree with the fact that we are adults and we are responsible, um, and for, for like our decisions, right? Like if you make an investment, that's your, that was your decision. You're an adult. You made that investment as far as you should know, right? Like if you sign up for something, you should know that this is for you and that you're going to need to show up and do all the things and it's for you. And the part of that I disagree with is that if they knew what they should be doing and if they knew what they needed to be doing, 
probably would be doing it. So I feel like there's a 50-50 responsibility when we are putting people in our programs. If you're selling something, you got to be transparent about what you're selling and it's your job. It's actually your responsibility to effectively communicate and articulate who it is for and who it is not for. That's your job. That should be in your messaging. That should be on your sales page. That should be in your application, your marketing, whatever, however you qualify and and like have people, whatever hoops you have people go through to, to let them through the gates to your place, right? I mean, you're not gonna let a child molester come into your home if you, you know, and, and be around your children. I assume you're gonna do some investigating and some qualifying before you just open your door to people. Well, same thing with your program. You have clients on the other side of that door. You have yourself on the other side. So how are you qualifying people and exiling people in and out um, of your programs before just letting them in? If all you're doing is saying, hey, if you like it and you want to join it and you're willing to pay, hop in. I kind of think that's a dick move, in my opinion. I think that's a little bit of a dick move. Um, I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's really cool. Uh, I don't want your money if you're not going to come in and be a badass person and be someone cool that I want to spend time with. And if you're not going to win. And winning doesn't necessarily mean that every single person that joins your program is the right person. Trust me, we get the crazies every now and then. And it's, you know, we have to fire them. It doesn't happen often, but such is life. Um, every now and then, yes, do we get someone that will join the program and maybe they they don't do the work? Um, you know, they don't fully show up and get the results and do the work. Yes, but it's not a lot. Uh, it used to be a lot before we realized, you know, we had to qualify better and also design the program differently. But, and we'll talk about that in a second uh, as we wrap it up, but you know, just to be very clear, like, um, you know, the people that you're letting in the space and in your program is what's really going to determine how they behave on the other side. So if you don't have a process and you're like, if they have the problem and they think they want it and they're going to pay me, well, then they're in. And that's bro sales. That's totally, that's not authentic selling. That is bro selling. That's like, if you're willing to pay me, I'm going to take your money. Um, that that's, to me, that's just a super dick move. I, I, I'm good with that. Like, I disagree with that. And I think that some people are not qualified, regardless if they have the fucking money and are willing to pay you or not. Like, I don't want your money. Um, I don't want your money if it's going to cost me five times that on the other side because of all the bullshit. Or if I'm going to lose clients, or I'm going to lose a referral, or I'm going to lose a testimonial, or I'm going to lose my sanity, or a client clients are going to drop off because they don't want to be in that person's energy. I feel like, to me... Uh, that, that is way more risky. That's a liability. Um, I think that I would rather turn that sale away. And I think in the long term, it saves me money, uh, possibly makes me money because it contributes down to the experience of my other clients. And so I think that we don't think about this as a society. Everyone just wants money, money, money. Everybody just wants to make sales. And uh, you're going to make more money when you operate from a place of culture and community and um, exceptional experiences and uh, integrity and just proper placement of things and versus I just want to make money and my goal, my agenda is that I make money. And so I think that some people are never going to change on that and it's what they do. 
And, you know, you can have a million dollar uh, business owner who operates from a place of like, I make a million bucks because I sell the shit out of everything I have and I don't care who they are or, or if they win or get results. Like, no matter to me, you bought it, you're an adult, that's on you. And then we have people that can make seven and multiple seven and eight figures and they operate from a pure place of authenticity and integrity. Um, and they're creating actual culture and community and exceptional experiences that people want to be part of for years to come. And they want to tell the world about it. And so I think it's just like put yourself in a category and, and do with it what you will. So I think that what happens with codependency inside of programs and codependency looks like this. Codependency is you have clients who show up to calls and they say, I'm stuck, I'm struggling, I'm having a hard time, I'm doing everything, I've done everything, I'm doing all the things, I've done every single thing that you told me to do and I've done every single thing I can, nothing, absolutely nothing is working. Notice that all of those words are so dramatic. Like, I mean, to say that everything, if you've done everything, you are a magical unicorn. Nobody's done everything. So that's super dramatic. And number two, if you've really done everything, you'd have the results. So clearly you haven't done everything. Really dramatic. Um, and then to say that nothing is working, um, that implies that there are no solutions. And that's just fucking not true. So again, so dramatic. Um, these are clients that are in cycles of stress and overwhelm, and they're just really not intentional. They're just far and wide and irrational and just extremely dramatic. Um, these are things you should screen for, okay? Because it's not a good energy when someone shows up on a call saying stuff like that to your other clients who are crushing and they're doing the things and they're getting stuff done and they got high vibes and good energy and money vibes going on and all the things and they can't wait to share their wins and they got like a couple questions and they're ready to go crush the day and you have negative Nancy over here spiraling out of control for 30 minutes hogging the call. Um, you know, codependency looks like that. It also looks like someone who's super unprepared. They're not, they don't come to the call with their questions in hand. So they don't even know. I don't even know what I want to ask. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, they don't come to the calls prepared. They come to the call and they expect that you're going to solve their problems, even though they can't tell you what their problems are. You're magical and they paid you. And it's your job to just solve my problems. They've, they have literally given all the responsibility to you. They've taken no ownership for that. They've given all their power away to you. And they hold none of it. It's extremely disempowering. Um, they show up and they ask the same question every week or a variation of the same question, just in a different way. Or they show up and... Um, they're in the same place every time they show up. So like there's never a new experience. There's not a new question. There's no sign of growth or progress. It's just the same fucking thing every time. Um, this, this, is, these, this is part um, a lack of responsibility and independency, but it's also part codependency in the sense of 
they're showing up with the expectation that you're going to figure this shit out, that you are going to figure this out. You're going to figure their life out. You're going to figure their business out. You're going to sort through their trash and you're going to like compartmentalize it all for them. Um, that is so codependent and extremely unhealthy. Okay. If you have clients like this in your program, you better make it a priority to solve that. Nip it in the butt and fix it and resolve it. It is absolutely dangerous and extremely unhealthy if you are coaching them in a way that's enabling that or allowing that behavior. That is not coaching. That is not leadership. That is not influence. And that is not... That absolutely is not empowering. It's a massive disservice. And I see this across multi-million dollar companies. And it's not that it's any, like if you're a CEO and you're like, oh shit, this is like going on in my programs and like, oh my God, this is how I've been coaching or this is what I've been allowing. Look, this is why we're here to learn. This is why we have these conversations because it has to be fixed. This isn't like a go beat yourself up and, and cry about it in bed and watch Netflix and, and beat yourself up. It's let's fix it, right? Codependency looks like that. Codependency can also look like you give your client some action steps or even one fucking action step and they can't do it because they needed you to approve what they came up with or to approve their thought or their intuition, or their idea, and they could not move without you giving that stamp of approval, or your opinion, or your thought, and so they did nothing at all. They didn't even take the chance. They just did nothing. They waited. They're waiting for you to tell them, what should I do? What should I say? And instead of just going for it, and allowing whatever to happen, happen, they freeze up, they're paralyzed, and they just wait. And they don't do anything. So then the next time you talk to them, you're excited and thinking, God, they're going to show up and they're going to share with me the the outcomes of the action steps we, we came up with. And that's their job. That's their part. That's their 50%. And they show up, well, I didn't do it. You know, I just, and then they go down the list. They don't even own the the responsibility that they didn't do it. They follow, I didn't do it because. And then they give you a list of excuses and reasons to try and justify they, again, didn't do their part. They didn't take responsibility. And they don't even own that. They're not even saying, you know what? I just didn't do it this week. That's on me. And this week I got to do better. They don't even own it. I didn't do it because. And then they insert a whole list of excuses of why they're just not taking ownership and responsibility for what is their job. And so a lot of this is created um, and, and also can be prevented. It happens because you let these people in your program. That's the ownership you have to take. The ownership that you have to take is who let them in. You let them in. So that's on you. You allowed this person to pay you, sign a contract, come into your program, and continue to be in and on the calls. That's up to you. That's your ownership. That's on you. The other thing is that 
if they're doing this inside of your program, who's allowing it? Like, who's not stopping that? Who's not saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, we're going to nip that in the butt because that's not how we're going to behave in this program. This isn't how you're going to get the value of the program, right? You, you're, again, you're the owner of that. You're allowing that. I will fire clients if we can't sort it out. If they're not going to stop, if it's not going to change and they they somehow got through and I, I missed something in my process, uh, that's on me. And I will do what I can to try to fix and resolve it. And if I can't, I just let them go. I release them. I fire them. They're out. I don't just let it go. I don't just let it go and like piss me off and stress me out and annoy all my other clients. Like I, I'm just going to release you. And I, you know, ask any of my clients. Um, I do fire clients. Like I'm just not going to tolerate it. Um, it isn't my job to do these things, right? So again, um, that is codependency. It's it's when a client feels like they feel like they cannot think for themselves. They cannot make a decision on their own without someone approving it, agreeing going over it with like a magnifying glass and, and crossing the T's and dotting the I's for them or giving them some kind of approval or permission. And this is not healthy because that person is going to continue that behavior for till it changes. And so we want to empower clients, right? Um, there is a lot to this conversation. I can tell you that right now because there's a lot of things that you can do in your programs in your qualification process, as well as in the elements and components of what you're already doing in your program that can, one, prevent most of this, flip it fast if it does happen, and just eliminate a lot of it. And what we can do is actually flip that codependency behavior, because that's what it is. It's a behavior. All you need to do, like with a child, is like a boundary that this behavior is unacceptable. And then we work to, to change that pattern, that behavior which means you might have to say it a few times. You might have to remind them. You might have to give prompts. You might have to say certain things and remind them of certain things quite often for them to get it. Like think of a kid. Think of a kid. How many times do you have to say something before they understand that's not acceptable and here's how we do it? Well, a lot of people think, oh my God, these are adults and I'm not going to hold hands. Here's the thing. We're not babysitting. We're not holding hands. That's the point. The point is you put certain things in place that empower your clients to move independently and to be independent thinkers and be responsible, but you got to facilitate that. You've got to add elements and components into your program and in your conversations, your processes, and what you're already doing that create those behaviors you want. You're not just going to always get people that come in your program with the perfect behavior, Right? Now, obviously, with proper qualifying and when you invite people into the space and you effectively communicate, you got to be this person, right? You need to meet these things to come in. Uh, that, too, can also help alleviate some of this from happening. Um, but you can't just stuff people in your program and then be like, I don't understand why they're not getting results. I don't understand why we don't see progress. I don't understand why they don't show up and then bitch whine and complain they're not getting results. I don't understand why every time they get on the call, it's the same shit storm as the last time. I don't understand why that's happening. But then you don't do anything. You don't change anything. 
you just get frustrated. And then you start to resent your own clients. You start to get so mad and aggravated because you're like, you just want to shake them. Like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't my job. And you can just avoid this. You can avoid this. Like, so we, we want to wrap up here. Again, this is, there's so much more to this. There's so much more to this conversation. Um, but the, the part of empowering your clients, you know, I'll give you like a couple of little things that we do to bring that into our, our programs. Um, I'm not going to give them all. I, that would be probably two episodes. I'm just going to like give you a couple just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about. Um, you know, first and foremost, in our invitations to our programs, we are freaking clear. We are so clear. This is for you if you are this person and you meet these things. This is not for you. You do not qualify if you do not have these things or meet these things. And those things have really not a whole lot to do with how much money you're making or anything like that. It's more of the mental, um, spiritual, um, emotional mindset, business acumen, characteristic type stuff. Uh, it's like who you are as a human, right? Those things matter more. Um, so first we do a really good job on the front end. On the front end, we do a good job with that. The back end is how we design and deliver programs. And that's elements, components that we put inside the program that are constantly training people, our clients, to show up for themselves, take action a certain way, and behave a certain way that we want for our programs, right? For the culture and for the energy and the space and the the progress and results that we want to see in the program. That does not happen without facilitation. And so what we do, uh, well, one of the things that we do, one of the very many things that we do every step of the way, um, one of the things that we do is we set like in our contract, we have your responsibility and our responsibility, right? And again, some people don't read contracts, so that that is not the only place you need to put that, but we put it there. And then we also have it in any welcome packets or orientation. We do kind of both. Uh, it's light, It's laid out again. It's laid out and said verbally again. And then it's also in every single reminder to our call, a reminder before every single call of this is how you use this, this, this call or this time or this access. This is how you show up. This is how you get your coaching with Anne or her team. This is how you do it. Uh, and then again, when we get on the call and then in the coaching, again and again. And that's the thing is like, it's, it's Brandon. If you think about Brandon, it's the same thing. You're saying the same shit every day over and over and over again. Why would you think it's any different in your programs? You're trying to brand behavior. Okay. That's what it is. You're branding behavior. And so in doing that, you got to say it a million times every time. And so one thing we'll say is like, the way that you use the coaching time with Anne or her team, the way you get the most value 
out of these sessions and out of your coaching access time with Anne or the team. And the way that you show up for these calls with Anne or her team is that you know your questions before you enter the call. Um, you can have one to two questions. And then if there's time at the end, we can open up for others. Um, with every question that you have or every obstacle or challenge, you must present to Anne or her team one or two ideas of how you think you can solve that problem or reach that goal or whatever it is. So, and then it's reminding all the all along the way. So a client will get on a call sometimes and they're like, oh my God, Ann, I'm having a hard time. And I'm like, well, what do you think? What are your one or two ways that you think? They don't need to have the right answer. I'm not looking for them to have the answer. That's why they're here. I'm looking for them to think for themselves. If I was not here right now, what would you do? Because I want you to do something versus nothing. I would rather you go fall flat on your face and fail than do nothing at all. So if you had to think about it, what one or two things do you think you could do? And then I am happy to coach you through that and share my thoughts. But I'm not going to go first on that. Because that is not creating empowerment. You need to let your clients know that they know that they're not stupid, that they are going to win and have success. It's inevitable with or without you, that they got this. You need to empower them to be inspired, to trust themselves and to think for themselves. And if you're not doing that and asking proper questions like that, you are enabling codependency. You're making it so your clients literally do not think they can do this without you. That is just so unhealthy and just not morally correct. And so that is just one example of how we handle something like that. That's one little tiny thing, one little itty bitty thing that we do all the way throughout the process to continue to empower our clients that they know and are capable of so much more than they're giving themselves credit for. And that is far more empowering than me sitting back with all the fucking answers and not having you even have to think for yourself for one second. That's disempowering and it creates codependency. Okay. Super unhealthy. Now we could go on and on and on and on. This is obviously an area that is, you know, there's a lot of components and elements and a lot of different things that can and should take place inside of a program and all throughout all of it to basically brand behavior with your clients. And so I hope that this was this just this one little thing was so eye-opening for you. Um, and I hope that you're just realizing there's always room for improvement and we don't know what we don't know, right? Um, if you are someone listening to this and you are, you know, seven, multiple seven figures and you run these big programs and you even have a taste of what I just talked about showing up on your calls, we absolutely can look at that and we can absolutely spend some time together uh, to really figure out where some of the gaps are in your program de design and delivery and qualification process and how you can do a better job and your team can do a better job and your clients can do a better job and everyone can own their shit and everybody can have exceptional experiences. Um, and you, you and 
you know, you can feel good knowing your clients are, are growing and they're getting what they need and that you're doing your job as a facilitator. Um, and your clients can feel really good in, in that they are being guided um, to trust themselves and to be able to be independent and make decisions on their own and have that empowerment back and take that back. Um, it's a beautiful thing when this happens. And you'll be amazed at how much your clients start doing this on their own because it feels so fucking good. It feels so much better than your clients sitting in their head thinking that they're stupid or they can't figure it out on their own and they're stuck. That it, That is worse. It feels so much better when your clients feel in control, like they took their power back and they can make these decisions and they're smart and they, they're figuring it out. Even if it doesn't work, they feel so much more empowered that they start showing up and they're already doing this and you don't even have to say it because they're doing it. And they're like, they recognize it. That is what we need to be doing. And so this is one itty bitty scratch to the surface of how deep these layers can go and how much we can do in our programs and how much we can improve. Um, If this is speaking to you, uh, shoot me over a DM, send me a message. Uh, tell me your takeaways. Tell me your thoughts. Um, if this is something you are experiencing in your programs or it's something you're, you know, um, afraid that you might experience as you're building out and launching a program and signing, you know, clients in mass, um, this is this is definitely something to talk about. If you're running programs and you feel like you're just exhausted because your clients need so much from you or you've designed it in a way that it's just like you don't get to come up for air and you don't get a break. And there's a lot of that codependency and just like a lot of unnecessary access to you. These are things we can literally just tweak and redesign. We don't need to burn it down, build it back up. We just make some tweaks and, and some little redesign shifts. And then we focus on the the, the brand um, behavior with your clients and just condition in that. Um, and and they'll, they'll lean in, they'll lean into it and it'll be become a very normal thing. Um, but that this is up to you because you're the facilitator. So you've got to go first and start it. Um, definitely send me a DM if any of this is speaking to you. I hope this was really eye opening and helpful. I'll see you guys, um, on the next episode. listening to the Confident Close Her podcast. If you love this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you are a female coach, service provider, or consultant, and you're really looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently this year, we have a free workshop coming up. It is our signature profit launch workshop. um, And we are kicking off beginning February 6th through February 10th. Um, If you are a leading coach, you're a consultant, uh, you're an online service provider, and you're really looking to scale with a sought-after group program, uh, I want to invite you to go ahead and apply uh, to join us in this free workshop. Uh, We are going to be focusing and teaching you over the course of five days uh, how to shift your beliefs around scaling with a leveraged group program so you can reach your sales goals and gain back your time. We're going to show you really how do you design and deliver a continuously sold out exceptional program at scale. 
How do we create key launch pillars to fill that program with champion clients for repeatable five-figure months in any economy? And we're also going to show you how to set up a sales pipeline machine that you or your seller can run to drive daily sales growth in and out of your launch cycles, right? So that you're never launch dependent. So if you are, you know, a six-figure coach or consultant, maybe you're close to six figures. Maybe you're running some one-on-one coaching right now or one-on-one service work. Maybe you um, are selling courses or maybe you have some group programs, but you're really looking to elevate your impact and your income this year. You're really looking to take it to another level and really scale. Uh, This would be a perfect workshop for you. So like I said, we kick off February 6th through the 10th. Uh, This is going to be five days. It's a totally free workshop. It's our signature workshop. We run this every three to four months. Um, If this is something on your radar right now and you're really looking to scale without crazy tech, without complicated funnels, and without your whole business being super dependent on you, um, I would definitely encourage you to head down to the show notes and we have the link to register for this free five-day workshop right there below. So head down to the show notes if this is speaking to you. Go ahead and get yourself registered. Uh, Once you register, we can hop on a 10 or 15-minute quick chat. We'll set, uh, talk about your launch goals, your group program goals. We'll look at your a uh, couple of your things that you have going on right now. We'll talk about what your goals are in this workshop or from the workshop, and we'll make sure we plug you into some free content to get things going for you. Um, if, if this is on your radar, I hope to see you there. Just pop down into the show notes. Go ahead and tap the link to register for free, and I'll see you on the inside.